And now for tonight's sports fakes, here is Ben Cullen. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's Sports Fix. I am your host, Ben Cullen. A few weeks ago, we had the men's Hong Kong Sevens captain, Max Woodward, into the studio. Max brought us up to speed with their preparations before the Monaco Repercharge tournament in a bid to steal an Olympic spot in Tokyo. Well, that tournament was last weekend. Unfortunately, their dreams have come to an end this time round, but they can hold their heads very high after a valiant effort. They went down to Ireland in the semi-final 28 points to 5 and Paul John's men started the semi-final on the back foot. Ireland got some early points on the board and following that, the hill was too high to climb back. And the Hong Kong women, well, they managed to get one step further than the men. They made it to the final and were just one game away from the Olympics, but France were just too dominant. Coach Ian Monaghan's team soared through the semis with a 24-5 win against Argentina, but ultimately overpowered in the final. 51-0. I said it last week, I can't get enough of the Formula 1. It just keeps delivering. Max Verstappen took a brilliant victory in the French Grand Prix that left Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes ruin a costly error. The question this week, did Mercedes lose it or did Red Bull win it? In truth, it was a bit of both as a seesaw sequence of events flipped the advantage back and forth between the two title rivals. Verstappen started the race in front, but handed the lead to Hamilton with a mistake at the first corner. Mercedes gave it back to him with a pit stop strategy error on which Verstappen capitalized with two brilliant laps around the pit stop. This moves the Dutchman into a 12-point championship lead. Spain's John Rahm claimed an incredible first major after finishing with back-to-back birdies on a breathless final day at the US Open. Rahm, who's just 26, roared at a wall of fans after his putt on the 18th that took him six under par and gave him a one-shot lead after his South African rival. The victory comes two weeks after he was forced to withdraw from a PGA Tour event because of a positive COVID test. He was leading by six shots after three rounds when it all came to an end. I'm a big believer in karma, and after what happened a couple of weeks ago, I stayed really positive, knowing the big things were coming. Well done, John. Okay, I'm delighted to welcome Matthew Bell to the studio. Matthew is a former rugby player for Valley Fort, but has recently put his hand to something else, along with a few mates. I'll let him explain shortly. Matthew, welcome to Sports Fix. How's it been? Thanks for having me. We are delighted to have you. Now, normally we start our interviews with some quick-fire questions to feel the guest out. Far away. Are you up for that? Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Swim or run? Swim. Pizza or pasta? Oof, pasta. Rugby or rowing? Rugby. (laughs) (laughs) Favourite athlete of all time? Usain Bolt. That was quick. Beach or snow? Can't have both. It'll have to be snow. Favourite rugby team in Hong Kong that's not Valley? Tigers. Tigers. And favourite sport that's not rugby? Athletics. Athletics. Okay, very good. I like it. Where did the athletics come from is that something you've done in your younger days oh in my much younger days when the joints still worked yeah i was a a, a budding sprinter a, an energetic sprinter with uh, okay i think ambitions higher than my talent but uh, yeah enjoyed the sport back in the day good man good man all right well let's give it to them what are you up to mate give us a snapshot of what your plans are yeah, as you mentioned, um, myself and, and a couple of mates from Valley Rugby Club, uh, Rob Lennox, Grant Kemp and Martin Muller, have uh, 
Yeah. Not sure what we've bitten off, but the four of us have decided to row across the Atlantic Ocean um, as part of a, a race called the Talisker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge, which uh, hits off at the 12th of December this year. And how long is it likely to take? I mean, the big question. Uh, we, we've Give got, us a time bracket. Yeah, I mean, we've got some, we've got some some ballpark figures. We'd like to be pretty competitive. Um, if you look over the last, you know, sort of decade of the race, you're looking at winners coming in between the record stands, 29 and a half days to sort of 35 days. I mean, obviously that would be lovely, but I think you know, chatting to everybody who's done it, you kind of once you push up push off uh, you up to the element so we'd like to be 30 to 35 but it could take anywhere up to 45 50 days if you know if things go wrong okay i've got many many questions <laughs> i'm gonna start with why I, the big question we we actually sat down before we really kicked things off and and signed up and and just went through this and i i think that a, a, a similar theme runs through the four of us it's just a desire to test our limits yeah. um you know rob grant and martin have had rob seven years military robin uh, martin and grant uh ex-professional rugby players not sure how i quite fit in but um <laughs> but you know we even in those you know army and 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 rugby careers you know martin and, and rob have mentioned like that desire to just still push the limits and and understand what we're capable of uh, you know i think we go through life in relatively contained spheres where things might get hard from now and again but to really understand what you're mentally and physically capable of i think that's one of the big drivers for the four of us yeah i hear you this wonderful city we live in where everything is relatively convenient and enjoyable yeah i, th I think that's kind of one of the side elements of why what pushed us into this um you know if you speak to the four of us we've been wanting to do something along these lines for a while uh and probably Hong Kong, the, the dynamic of Hong Kong, that convenience that, you know, you got to work kind of live for the weekend uh, mentality is like probably brought that a little bit more to the yeah, fore than it's been there before. And, and that ability to just like try and change the dynamic and, and mix things up. Good man. And how did it all come about? Did you decide that you wanted to do this specific challenge or did you look at a variety of challenges? So we actually, uh, mates of Rob's, uh, did it two years ago, um, a group called Fortitude 4. Uh, they won the race. Um, and, you know, during that time, Rob, you know, Rob served with a couple of the guys as well as with, at university with most of them. And, you know, just talking about the race and, you know, kind of classically going, oh, yeah, it'd be really cool to do something like that. Okay. And then a few months later, Rob kind of pitched us one evening over a beer and said listen i'm putting together a team do you i'm giving you, do you guys want yeah do you, i'm giving you guys first shots and I, I think he was quite surprised that we said yes quite quickly so that's awesome and how long ago was that that would have been i guess march or april 2020 um so just over a year ago okay uh, yeah we actually yeah I, I think it popped up on one of our phones that we we signed our entry papers i think like a year and a week ago so. okay yeah, yeah, everything's getting very real. Yeah, I think that it's been, you know, especially with the pandemic and things, uh, we felt a bit disconnected. Mm. Um, it's been difficult to do uh, fundraising events and things like that, which which is the standard in, in any one of these campaigns. Um, as well as, you know, we've, it, it's been a struggle to get our, our actual ocean rowing boat here. And um, so, yeah, but now, you know, boats getting here, we get, we're having to do courses and, you know, get everything certified, ship off paperwork and 
and that's making it very real at the moment yeah understood uh, talk on the boat a little bit so what have you been doing for training up until now and how does the boat differ yeah, vastly different to anything we've, we've ever done before. I mean, first off, none of us have rowed. Uh, not quite sure why we picked a rowing challenge. Um, <laughs> That's why you picked rugby over rowing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so we, we've had to change how we're used to training a lot. You know, being four rugby players, we generally train, train for power. Yeah, um, so, so from a, just a, a physicality point of view, we've had to train for endurance as well as sort of mobility and flexibility. Um, not something rugby players are really known for. Absolutely not. Um, and then from a rowing perspective, obviously just had to learn to row. So we've been working with the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club, who've been very supportive uh, of us over the last few months and in our campaign. And going out in, they've got coastal rowing boats uh, and coastal rowing teams. That's where we've really been been learning the rowing trade. But what's really essential is we get our, our ocean rowing boat here. You know, it's a one-ton vessel, 26 foot long, six foot wide. Wow. You know, two cabins uh, for sleeping, three rowing uh, positions. It's just very different. Thank you, Matthew. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. Seeing as it's my choice and I get to pick any ticket in the world to watch sport, I'm choosing my beloved home nation this weekend as Wales take on Denmark for their final Euro group game. Let's go Wales. Have a great weekend all and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. Big thank you to Ben and join him every Friday for your sports fix. Common Room with Alison Howe.